0: Show podcast. Good morning, my many friends. I'm Gunner Andrews Show studio usher, Teddy Peterson. The Gunner Andrews Show presents Worst Ideas Ever. Worst Ideas
1: Ever. That girl from work I like's coming over tonight. I think I'm going to put up a whole bunch of pictures of her with the eyes cut out just to, you know, like, welcome her into my home and say, hi. Worst ideas ever
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Now silence, silence they say For can you see we're trying to do a show here here comes another steaming pent load of Garner Andrew's show on the Sonic. The Gas to Go podcast. I'm pretty
2: sure I got a good power move for
0: you. Oh, okay. I wanna hear about it. I love a good power move. As long oh, yes. but you also have to be you have to be okay with it if I brand you a douche bag, right? Because quite often a power move is a douche maneuver.
2: Totally. I'm pretty confident in this
0: one now. Okay, go ahead.
2: Okay, so yesterday, it was uh, break time, you know, clockwork or whatever, and I found myself sitting in the bathroom. hmm So I'm about to go about my business, and all of a sudden, I hear the door open, and some familiar shoes walk into the stall next to me. And I know who it is, kind of, and we're both sitting there, like, in limbo, right? Because nobody wants to go first.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's going to break the ice? Who's, who's going to break the brown ice? Yay!
2: So what I did is I pulled out my phone and I played Sam Roberts human heat
0: while you oh, wow Whew. man this ah <laughs> to sort of drown out the sound yeah and we both just kicked back and like he started laughing and it was all good I'm, I'm sure that if Sam Roberts was listening to the show right now he'd be he wouldn't know what to think.
2: Just the lyrical content of that song is
0: perfect too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he would be horrified. It's not why he went to the beach that day with his moleskin notebook and, and wrote that song, so that you'd have a soundtrack for that. I'm not sure what to make it. I don't like the idea that this turned into a bonding moment for two guys at work. Ugh. There are certain things that you should do alone. There are certain things that you don't need to bond with a buddy while doing, and I'm pretty sure that's one of them.
1: It's time for Music News You Can Use with Bryce Kelly. It's Friday, April 11th, and this is what's happening. Nirvana were officially inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last night. Joan Jett, Kim Gordon, St. Vincent, and Lord all sang in place of Kurt Cobain. And here is part of Nirvana's acceptance speech.
2: For whatever reason... I got to be the luckiest person in the world, and also be a Nirvana. So I want to say thank you, Kurt Cobain, and I wish Kurt was here tonight.
1: Lincoln Park have confirmed that their new album is going to be called The Hunting Party, and it's going to be coming out on June seventeenth. And Coachella Weekend 1 begins today in sunny Indio, California. Outcasts are tonight's headliners. Muse will go tomorrow, Arcade Fire on Sunday. Then they're going to do it all over again, the exact same lineup, next weekend. That does it for another edition of Music News You Can Use on Sonic. Sonic 1029.
0: I got a question for you. Hit me.
2: I was uh, talking the other day about someone. uh, I was talking to someone the other day about music. And I said I'm a sucker for epics. Mm-hmm. And yet, I couldn't quite describe what an epic means. An what, epic... Daddy, and you're a music person, so I'd like to hear your opinion on what an epic is. Well... If I may use an example, a 20-minute punk song by Noah Effects or uh, Chris Berg with The Revolution. Uh,
0: the word epic seems so overused these days. There's, there's no such thing as an epic hamburger. There's uh, epics uh, as far as understood. movies, there's epics as far as music. An epic song to me... Would be there'd be multiple parts to it, maybe a couple of key changes, maybe a shift in time signature. There'd be there'd be some quiet and then there'd be some loud and then some quiet and some loud. Um, Probably a reference to wizards at some point during the song or a night, Uh, but But it needs to sound big like a, a, a What's a good example? Rush 2112 is an epic. That oh, is an you, epic my song. my friend,
2: just made my ultimate top list with that
0: one. Muse, Knights of Sidonia would probably qualify as an epic. It's just a big sounding, it, it's a in-your-face type song, and I have no idea what it's about. That's something we've been discussing on the show lately, too, is not understanding what songs are about. But I imagine that that song has something to do with a wizard and doing battle with a dragon and a knight. From Sidonia, that's an epic to me. Yes, I, I can.
2: I, I hear what you're saying
0: there. Yeah, Chris De though songs. Like, <laughs> I think about Spanish Train and those type songs. Ah, uh, do those songs get loud enough to qualify as epics? Uh, maybe not Spanish Train, but on the
2: but on the uh, Getaway album, uh-huh. there's a three part song.
0: Yes, yeah, um, well, because it's broken into parts, it qualifies as an epic. Okay. Yeah. Has this helped you out at all?
2: It actually has.
0: Okay. It's given
2: me some sort of definition. Podcast
0: Sonic. Phil called the show this morning and said, uh, Hey, Garn, define musical epic. And I sort of think it's a song that just sounds big. It's quiet, it's loud. There are many different parts to it, maybe a key change or a change in tempo or time signature. All of those things, that's what makes up an epic. Is this Garner? It is. Hey, Bohemian Rhapsody. That would be an epic, yeah. Totally epic. Multiple (laughs) parts, there's, uh, it it just sort of, when you listen to a song and it sounds like it, you could break it into parts, like a Kit Kat, a musical Kit Kat, that's when you know you've got an epic.
2: Bohemian Rhapsody gets loud, gets quiet,
0: yeah okay yeah that's a good we'll put it on the list I also think too any song performed by a band where if you saw them live and one or more members is wearing a cape that oh yeah that would qualify as an epic too yeah okay Capes are definitely epic you see Mumford & Sons brought back the vest do you think that you know and we sort of branded it all vest rock will there be cape rock will it ever come back again
2: I hope so yeah
0: okay hey what's your first name Tyson, Tyson, thanks for this buddy Uh, Yeah, the cape is very In in rock music, fashion is very cyclical Like everything comes back again At a certain point, you'll see me on again Well, you're probably seeing it right now Bell bottoms They keep going around The circle, the fashion circle But the cape only really Appeared once, didn't it? In rock music Back in the mid to late 70s A lot of prog rock bands Wearing capes Tape never came back again. The Garner Rangers Show Podcast. We were talking on the show the other day about there are only two different... There are two different kinds of music fans. There are people that understand the words to every single song they hear. And sometimes, even on the very first listen to a song, they can go, Oh, well, that's about this. And they explain what the song is. I am not one of those people. And I've said this on the show before. Probably 90%... Of my all-time favorite songs, I haven't got a clue what they're about. And we discussed this quite a bit the other day. We discussed it at length. Apparently, I'm not alone. Thank you for the support.
2: Hey, Garn, I was just going to let you know that I'm exactly like you with lyrics. You ever can remember a word, and then I'm married to a woman who can listen to a song once, remembers every darn word of it, and can tell me the whole underlying theme and what the song means I, 10
0: I'm- seconds after I am jealous of those people because oh. every song to them is a three and a half minute movie. Yeah, <laughs> like they they get all these mini movies all day, and all I get is a catchy melody. Totally, totally. And it's weird because. I am passionate about music. I, I, well, I wouldn't do what I'm doing for a living if I didn't love music as much exactly. as I do, but I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand what the stories are about. Yeah, no, I just want to let you know you got my support, buddy. Okay, Ryan, right now what's your name? Ryan. Okay, good to know, good to know.
1: The Modern Rock Door The Modern Rock Door Sonic Scott The Modern Rock Door With Corner Andrews And so much more Can you guess What's behind the Modern Rock Door? Another week is over for the Sonic Rock Door. Mary was on this morning, and she baked herself a batch of failure muffins. It is not Foo Fighters All My Life. So on Monday, $2,722 could be yours. It's pretty easy. All you have to do is identify the mystery song and band behind this. There is a clip in there, so you just give us that little bit of information, and you can walk away with fat stacks of cash. Tune into the Garner Andrews Show weekday week, week, week mornings at 8.20 as the Modern Rock door jackpot grows. Sonic 1029. Oh, uh, Sonic 1029. Modern Rock.
2: Oh, sorry. I think I called the wrong number. Oh,
0: okay. Well, you can always talk to me if you want
2: to. <laughs> I talked to you yesterday, so.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, oh, is this, uh, is this Kim? It is. Kim. I didn't no, get anything. I got nothing. That's okay. Can we recap this? No, it, that doesn't matter. It's funny though. Well, I want to talk about it again because I, <laughs> I was. want act... to talk about it again. You <laughs> don't want to? Oh, I don't care. I was driving to work this morning and I was thinking to myself, "Ooh, I'm going to check my email when I get to work <laughs> and see if this tall, dark, handsome stranger sent me an email looking for your phone number." Oh, but
2: it's too funny. I got to work and like half my co-workers listen, which I didn't realize including my boss and so they're all like was that you? I'm like oh yeah that
0: was me. Well Kim the other night that would have been Wednesday night you were driving home you let a guy in a is it first choice waste management? I think so yeah yeah. You, you let him sort of merge in Yeah. and then he's he Drop back. You pulled up beside him, or something like that, and he was holding up a sign in the window—a handwritten note that said, "Call me, maybe." Yep. And it has phone number on it. But you didn't get the phone number. But you are kind of interested. oh he was. I, I'm. I'm curious. Who would do that? I would talk to him. Well, I, my concerns, like I said on the radio yesterday, is uh, what kind of monster writes a note while he's driving. <laughs>
2: Well, I figure it's either that, or maybe he just keeps it handy to, like, flash up at women as he drives by. I don't know. It was pretty funny. And how come you know who Carly Rae Jepsen
0: is? What's that? How come you
2: know who Carly Rae Jepsen is?
0: Well, that's actually a funny story, and I'll tell that (laughs) in just a second here. Because that was my other concern, is that the, the, the... I asked my daughter who that was. I'm like, What's he talking about? Well, saying? Call Me Maybe is a Carly Ray Jepsen song, and this is a grown man who wrote that on a piece of paper. That concerns me a little bit, but the the story about Carly Ray Jepsen is this, and I still get laughed at by my by my wife and my gifted children. <laughs> I was standing I was walking through the front lobby of the radio station one day. This is maybe two or three years ago. Okay. And there was a mom and a daughter just sitting on the furniture in the front lobby. And I stopped and did the, have you been helped yet? uh, Because there was nobody else around. And they were both very, oh, yeah, we're just waiting for so-and-so. And And I started talking to them. And uh, they introduced themselves. And the the girl's name was Carly. Yeah. (laughs) And I can't remember what the mom's name was. (laughs) But I stood there and talked to them for like 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. About nothing in particular. Yeah. And then it wasn't until like a month or two later, I saw a music video and I went, oh my God, that's the girl I just talked to in the front lobby of the radio station for like I had no idea. That oh, song was a massive, massive hit.
2: Yeah, well, my, my kids knew. Like, so my teenager was like, oh no, yeah. mom, that's that girl. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't yeah. know what he was talking about. But anyway.
0: anyway. So that was my brush with greatness and I didn't oh. even know I had brushed greatness. Let's enough talk about Carly Rae Jepsen. Let's get this guy to call in.
1: It's the Garner Andrews show to go. Want to hear more stuff like this? Check out the Lane Mitchell Podcast, available for
2: free at sonic1029.com. Hi, I wanted to call in with a brush of fame this morning.
0: Oh, sure. Tell it to us, please.
2: Yeah, uh, so this weekend past, I just went to a Bastille show. After the show, we're sitting around kind of drinking. The show actually ended at 11.30, which I found strange. But uh, me and my friend Abby, she goes out for a smoke, and I'm sitting there drinking. and start talking to this guy. And she comes in, and lo and behold, it's Dan from Bastille. And, uh, yeah, so she kind of has a little bit of a fan moment and almost faints, and (laughs) so we wound up sitting there talking to him or whatever, and lo and behold, he's drinking Jack Daniels like I am, and he winds up buying me, uh, quadruple Jack Daniels on the rocks with no pop. Now, I'm definitely the type of guy that likes pop with my drink, and, uh, I felt kind of, let's say, weak. to to just turn down his... Well, uh, yeah, when a rock
0: star, when the the leader of one of the most buzzed-about bands in the world buys you a quadruple jack, you gotta drink it.
2: You gotta drink it, that's what I'm saying, and he bought her one, too, so she's sitting there, and she's sipping on it, and, you know, he's a busy guy, he's got Fans to meet, things to sign, right? So he winds up excusing himself and she sits there and she looks at me and she goes, Are we supposed to drink this whole thing? And I was like, You better drink this whole thing. (laughs) I was like, Dan bought you that. You need to drink it. So, needless to say, by the end of the night, we were uh, pretty tanked. But it was pretty cool. They uh, actually stayed out right up until two o'clock. Hanging out with everybody around, signing things, and getting to know their fans, which I thought was absolutely awesome.
0: God, I love that kind of story. Right on. What's your first name? Travis. Travis, thank you very much for the phone call. Yeah, any band that kind of works a room afterwards, and, well, works the room, makes it sound like they're making sales calls. Just any band that comes out and mingles with you after, that's a band that deserves success. They're trying to connect with their fans. A band that never appears to be burdened by being a rock star. And there's going to be bad days, sure. There's going to be days when they're hungover and they just don't want to do that. But when you hear about bands doing that kind of thing, I hope you will support them even more. This is the Garner Andrews Show. To go. Like, get the hell out of here.